This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Tom Gibbis, the voice of Shikamaru Nara from Naruto, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. And it's not a drag. This week, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, delayed again thanks to justifiable fan outrage. Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi returns after 15 years with an upcoming sequel. We are just a couple days away from WWE 2K23. Meanwhile, Tony Khan doesn't confirm nor deny the upcoming release date for AEW Fight Forever. Then, in our final stage, we journey into the Three Kingdoms with Wo Long, Fallen Dynasty for the PlayStation 5. All this and more in this edition of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. to another game field edition of select start the video game podcast for acmg presents talk time live an extra podcast if you will i'm your host xavier josiah and we got some really interesting things to discuss this week in the world of gaming uh but in our final stage i will review woe long fallen dynasty possibly one of the most challenging games i will play this year hopefully the only challenging game to this magnitude i will play this year uh we'll talk about why i hate it and love it at the same time <laughs> you know so there's a there's a lot to talk about um with that so we'll get down to that later on in this show but we got some news going on that we got to discuss right away and let's talk suicide squad kill the justice league rocksteady's latest ambitious title the first game that they developed that's not batman and it's the first game that's taking place after the events of arkham knight so it's still connected to the to the uh batman arkham universe but they're going a different direction and yeah they're going not only are they going a different direction they went too much of a different direction so to the point that fans were not even having it and now because of that it appears that they have delayed the game again in the midst of the sony state of play showcase where people learned that the game would require online capabilities for both multiplayer and on a single player campaign the company decided to put the game on hold in hopes to troubleshoot the issue (laughs) in the event of the outcry from us fans Uh, jason uh schreer of bloomberg went on twitter to announce it and announced that warner brothers delayed the game from its original date of may 26 uh release date which is you know coming down the line According to Bloomberg, this intel is said to be from an uh, anonymous source with direct knowledge on the matter. Could be somebody on the inside, of course. Um, This is the second time Rocksteady delayed the game as it was originally supposed to come out in 2022. For that reason is not for this reason. 
I think this reason is because everybody, myself included, we talked about it on the show, moaned and cried, justifiably so, about the idea that this was going to be a live service game. And even for single player game uh, experiences, you're going to have to play. I, I don't I don't understand. And I said this before, I don't understand this need for us to be online and be connected to enjoy a video game. We do not. We we've had we didn't have online experience in the 80s with the Nintendo Entertainment System. Now, the only thing I feel like the that that you know online play should be good for, it should be good for multiplayer if people choose to want to do it that way. And for updating and patching things that needs to be. Otherwise, I don't feel the need for us to be online for everything. Let the single player campaign, leave that alone. Let it be its own experience. Let us be able to enjoy this both offline and, and, and online if, if need be. I don't want my, I don't want to buy a game where I feel like I don't have full ownership and enjoyment of the game. And it, it looks like I'm not the only one. Many other people, this has been, you know, has been the constant complaint about what we learned about this game and I uh, guess they are listening because they want people to buy this game I want to play this game I think it somebody in an ACMG Facebook group pointed out like watch and said that watch this game is going to be good of course it is it's Rocksteady that's not the argument Rocksteady is awesome that company is no joke but you could be an awesome game company and still make bad decisions and doing a live service game they try people are they're trying to make live service a thing and not i'm not just saying you know rocksteady i'm saying every company they're trying to make live service this new trendy thing for gaming but what it does and i think people are seeing through it this is it's it's very transparent even even the a novice thinking person can see what they're doing they're trying to gain more control of your gaming experience and you don't want that you want to have control of your own gaming experience like i will go back and play a playstation 4 or playstation 3 2 psp you know game boy advance or whatever i will go play those games way before i play the type of games that they're trying to make us play i don't like the life service uh practice and structure i don't i don't agree with it um it's a it's a way to not only get them to control your situation but it's also a way to for them to profit and i get it like yeah. it's it's sad it saddens me because yes this is an industry this is a business and they have to try to capitalize and make money as much as possible but doing so in such a way like they're always trying to find these new trendy ways to profit from you um the in-app purchase the loot crates all that stuff it, it's 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 beyond like annoying because it's like you're trying to enjoy the art of the game but it's getting overshadowed by the greed of the gaming industry and i'm like do we do you i mean i get it inflation's up and all the stuff and you're trying to find more ways to acquire money from us but why are you trying to you know drain our pockets in a in a society where we actually really possibly a lot of us can't really afford a lot of the games that we're able to play um there are people out there who you want to play these games who want to enjoy these games but they're draining they're draining us of dlc and loot crates and loot systems and all this stuff but 
they count on you fans, us fans, we fans, on us not, you know, they, 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 they rely on our naivete and our laziness not to really use critical thinking and, and as a and, and really think like a consumer to say like okay wait a minute how much is this going to cost and what am i getting out of this um why do i need this you know asking questions like that because they rely on your naivete and your fandom for the game because it involves you know kratos or you know the avengers or spider-man or batman or whatever like that or some you know character that you love forever that they're using that as a tool to try to profit more out of you it, it depends on how that is used that's fine that's okay but if you're doing it in a way like you're you're you've made enough money off of this game you don't need to do anymore like there's so many things that people need right now and you just trying to drink and i get it it's capitalism i get it i get it but there is some form of integrity where i feel like companies should abide by you know it it, it just I, I i i get it but i also doesn't mean i have to like it you know it's like the bernie sanders uh book that he just came out with he's talking about it's okay to it's okay to hate capitalism or i forgot what the title that was but this is one of those things it's like you don't have to you do that and we as customers and consumers we have the right to say no we don't want this and in fact this is exactly what happened when we when people have truly fought for some things it's amazing that people will fight for some things and not fight for other things like they are so, like i've seen it's amazing we don't fight for you know civil rights human rights and all this stuff you know and women's rights at times but we'll fight this and make sure that sonic <laughs> doesn't look like like hideous in the movie we will make sure that you know this game is getting offline capabilities we will make sure that certain you know other games you know we there are times when we voice our opinion and at times when we don't when at times when we really need to you know i'm just saying if we can voice our opinion for stuff like this and let them know that we're not willing to pay our pay our hard-earned money to play this game and you trying to dupe us for money look what happened to marvel avengers well part of it was because they've been crap since the beginning i mean no offense they got they were much better two years uh, after but it was too little too late plus people were not liking the marketplace structure like let's stop with this it doesn't you don't need to add so many bells and whistles to this because the reality is people are going to end up playing other games and you're not going to stick to a game for so long i hate this on ongoing game experience this you know i'm not going to play faithfully to the same game two years three years from now i'll go back and play the game but i won't you know be that dedicated to playing like as much as i love street fighter there's no way i'm going to go back to playing street fighter continuously like that I, look, I'm not an e, I'm not esport player or anything like, so I don't have to do that. I'm not getting paid to play that log. No, they're trying to pay, make me pay them to play that log. I'm not. I'm just not. So, I'll enjoy a game for as long as I possibly can, and I'll go back to a game as long as I possibly can. But you gotta, you gotta. Like, I'm really surprised Dragon Ball Xenoverse is still getting content that's the crazy part that game is still getting that is that game has been out since 2017 i believe in 2018 
it is still getting content and I play it. I play through the game and then move on to something else. And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that does that. Granted, I do review games often on this show. So, I mean, that also is the case too, but there's so many games out there. So many fun games. I can't see people really sticking to one game for that long when there's so many other games that are going to be up, you know? Um, so I, yeah, this is, this is a deal. Um, they didn't say when this was going to come back, but this live service rears his ugly head again, and people are not having it. I need them to really stop and maybe just sell the game, let the game be good on its own and, you know, not have to drain our pockets with so much content and everything. I like the package of, okay, you got a game, a solid game. You can play it offline. You can, you can, um, I mean, there's some DLC. I don't mind a little bit of DLC. You know, I don't mind playing, a, paying a season pass for things to get some little extra stuff, depending on what that extra stuff is. And it can't just be a soundtrack or gallery mode or all the stuff. I'm not paying for all that crap or just some cosmetic differences. You know, you get a new characters to play. You get some new stuff, you know, from there, some things to help you make the game experience better. That's fine. But, you know, not everything is worth getting a season pass or getting a monthly subscription to whatever just to get like it's not that there there's a only a minority of games that require that type of situation, which is why I'm so happy. At least, you know, Nintendo to that extent doesn't go that far with stuff like that. It doesn't do practice. They go kind of opposite way. And I'm, I, I appreciate that to that extent. But um, we'll see what's going to happen. We didn't get a release date um for this and we don't know what exactly why they are delaying but speculation from everybody is that it looks like they're going to possibly restructure the game to make the single player campaign offline and i hope that's the case i really hope that's the case because that is i thought everybody you know it because they delayed it that speaks volumes everybody thought that that was ridiculous i do not want to play I don't want to, I don't want to have to like not play the game and enjoy the game. And then their server goes down. So we can't play the game offline. That it's the same mistake that crystal dynamics made with Marvel Avengers It's the same mistake or, or a similar mistake in a sense that when they first came out, they wanted you to rely to, to fully focus on the multiplayer. They weren't going to allow you to play the story mode. And then everything else was just very basically you focus on online, but then you also go to our marketplace, buy some stuff. You make your own, you know, you make you can, you know, customize your characters the way you want to and let them wear any skin that you want to that you like. And that's what that was their game plan. And it failed. It failed. And this could be an also a bomb, too, if they don't get it right. You know, make that offline. Nobody cares about the, you know, the live service deal. I, I'm sorry. There's only a few, I mean, there's always going to be a minority of naivete in there, the, uh, people that they're going to, you know, sucker who doesn't understand, who falls for the advertisements, who falls for those commercials, who you see, doesn't see the, what's really going on, who doesn't have Neo's ability to see code when everybody sees uh, redhead blonde, you know, it, it's, you, you're going to have those people, but I hope that there are some very conscious thinking critically thinking gamers out there that 
thinks more of themselves as consumers more than just fans or gamers because that's when you get trapped you have to think things thoroughly like i love video games like everybody i love all of their all of all of our favorite fandoms all the same but i'm a consumer first like i'm gonna enjoy it but i'm gonna make sure i'm getting my money's worth and i'm not gonna make sure that i'm not gonna get tricked into things and i'm not i'm gonna read things thoroughly when i do so you know so i just i always say to everybody listening here like please make sure that you are getting your money's worth that you think thoroughly before you jump into things because you don't want to be you know you don't want to be suckered in to the situation so just putting it out there so all right moving on let's talk some wrestling news we are counting down to the day uh what is it what i believe is the 17th which is next friday uh wwe 2k 23 releases then and i will tell you this now me and my man boris aguilar of sunday night's main event on tsn radio in canada we're going to do a collab this episode the, the next episode that's coming that's uh going to be fully talking about wwe 2k um it's the first time in a long time that i w- that i've reviewed a wwe 2k game and the only reason being is because of the war games match and this is what i call the post vince era technically but that dude's still around i mean we who the who who didn't know that he was gonna come back in some form or fashion but um you know this is supposed to be post vince you know wwe uh 2k so um we're gonna check it out we're gonna review it i want to get thoughts on the war games match we're gonna talk about that maybe the john cena story mode or campaign that they got there is which is pretty much the same as all the other ones that they did um you know and then i think we're gonna just multiple weeks we're gonna definitely do some episodes that are going to talk about the universe mode and whatnot and what we think i think the universe mode is going to be the most important one because it's going to require a lot of a lot to uh, you know happen like i the universe mode was something i played with the last um wwe 2k game but much once again there was a lot of issues there was a lot of bugs in that and here's the thing this could be in fact my last wwe 2k game because if that universe mode is still experiencing the same bugs and in, in crashes and all the stuff that it that it had in, in the original i'm sorry 2k games like you guys suck <laughs> if that if you if you if you still manage to ha- and of course people are always going to find or find some glitches and bugs in some way but not to the point that it's going to crash because the point of universe mode the the very point of universe mode is to make sure that we could create our own and, and book and create our own promotion. We could change the arenas. We could change the, um, you know, the characters. We can put whoever we want as champion, ha- add anybody to our roster. We can add all of the creative, um, you know, characters that we put in there. We can uh, also implement all of the graphics and everything that we upload from, you know, their community page, uh, si- uh options as well we should be able to do all that with no problems this is the playstation 5 and xbox series x people and the steam for that matter um we're in this age where we shouldn't have these issues again and the fact that we had this issue for um for the last game it's it should be embarrassing the wwe uh for wwe and 2k games with aew fight forever coming out with other wrestling games coming out like they really need to be on point we need not to have this situation um i will say the latest dlc that was announced i am 
very intrigued by and I respect to them for doing this, but they just announced that they're going to bring in the Steiner brothers. This is the original Steiner brothers with old school Scott Steiner, not like the old school Scott Steiner who could actually do a, um, a Frankensteiner, if you will. And you know, the very buff, but athletic version, not big Papa pump who couldn't even move after a while. I hate it when he did that. I so hate, I love Scott Steiner when he was with his brother. So you'll have that. And then you also have Bray Wyatt uh, as well. But the last one or, or this uh, actually Eve Torres is making a return too um, as well. But this last one, I think is the best to me. Um, Tiny Lister. You guys remember him as um, Debo from, you know, he was Debo on Friday. He was uh, the president on. Um, oh, God. What is that movie? Um, the Fifth Element. And but people were introduced to him in No Holds Bar, which was like the first Hulk Hogan movie ever. And he was the character Zeus in there. And then all of a sudden, the stupid part about this, this is part this part I really hated about WWE and his cartoony ways. They brought Zeus from the movie, who's a character in the movie, to WWE as the character for the movie because it's the 80s we were supposed to believe that his real name was zeus and this is what he goes by and you know what we saw in the movie was actually real and i hate to say this but a lot of people thought like that back in the 80s and the 70s and the 60s and the 50s like whatever especially with soap operas like people swore down back in the day that like there were some people who really thought that like what was going on in the soaps was really happening like it was they people thought that the soap operas were actually the original um was like the original reality tv and then some people approach the actors and think and call them by their their actual you know you know their fictional names that the based on the roles that they were portrayed uh, so this is you know i guess reality you know tv kind of beats that out in essence because you are talking to the real people that are there but you know nonetheless tiny lister is a beloved guy he he was always loved and you know of course he passed away quite a um, few years ago so bringing him on here i thought was awesome because people did like the zeus character it was really dope in the sense that like he was just this big dude just big black dude we'd never seen before and it's like taking down hogan and they needed somebody for hogan and he couldn't wrestle but he was just he didn't need to he was just menacing enough to he was just menacing enough to be able to um just be there like he was he was just he was like he didn't have to like he the look on his face the look on tiny lister's face will scare people <laughs> and then you see him as depot on friday and you understand why you don't mess with that dude okay so nonetheless man it was um it was pretty awesome that they added him on so we're waiting for that and it's coming out uh 17th so we're going to be playing it and then we're going to um you know eventually once we get enough data and intel we're going to connect and uh, me and boris will review portions of the game because it's like we can't give the problem that i had with reviews of 22 was that 22 as good as it was and it was it was good it was good it wasn't great it wasn't fantastic it wasn't phenomenal it was good but it it didn't have much to compare it to and its only comparison was like 2020 2, uh, 2k 2020 and 18 
because 19 they decided to chill and it you know in comparison it's a phenomenal game in comparison to the old game so it's like it was a low bar from that point now you know and, and what happened was they i felt like a lot of the games rushed it because here they're saying that this game was great it gets an eight at best but then you play through the game and the universe mode sucks the universe mode keeps glitching there were obvious bugs that were happening during the games and in the match setups and everything so it's like okay you're giving us an eight but i don't think you thoroughly played this game through i think you played a few game modes and said it was awesome the you know the control scheme was great which it is but other than that, there were some major problems and the game would crash every so often. That to me doesn't deserve an eight sometimes. It deserves a seven at best. Um, or for me, it'd be like a C plus to a B minus at best. I, you know, I, this time around, I hope that they gotten better. I hope that the reviews are better because I think there were a lot of fans who were reading like the IGNs and the game spots and all the stuff and the game informers were kind of pissed off at the idea that like, you know, they were giving such high praise to this game, but did it really deserve it? They were only comparing it because it was the most solid WWE game in a long time. That or they were swayed. And there's some conspiracy theories on that too. I hope that they thoroughly get a chance. If they get this game early, that they've played this early, because I will give it a thorough review of this game if they don't and i'm going to do it regardless but i it's so much to the point this game because of how big this game is and how much how many things that you could do you can't sum it all up to one aspect you got to section these things out so me and boris were thinking about sectioning these you know aspects out to really get a thorough understanding to before we give an actual final grade of this and part of it is you know just really focusing on the story element to the gameplay um and as game modes to then the universe mode in itself um how did the game do and you know we we can't rate it on the creative feature because that's their strongest feature that always that is always the one of the most favorable parts of the game itself so we will definitely get on that when it comes out next week so uh stay tuned for that um meanwhile aew fans got to enjoy a phenomenal pay-per-view again uh in aew revolution and afterwards there was the press conference where tony khan was asked by one of the reporters can you as to whether he can confirm that a release date for fight aew fight forever would be at the end of this month of march as in march 31st uh, tony could not confirm that nor he did not deny that and he said he didn't want to step over the shoes of you know those guys working on it meaning you know kenny omega and um and yukes as well who are work all working on us they he did say that the game is pretty much done they had to get a rating of course that's the known thing right now people was aware that they were trying to get a rating for what was going on but the game is done the game is pretty much phenomenal so the good news is the game is done but he said he could not confirm that it was releasing at on, on march 31st but the game is done and the ratings is there it's so it now comes to whether the game has been approved by nintendo by cap i mean by um steam or pc or whatever like that um and xbox and playstation they got to get approval from all four of those again people when games are developed 
they're developed for different systems and they have to get approved by those systems, by those companies. Microsoft has to approve it. Um, so PlayStation has to approve uh, that is, you know, the game is good enough to be played on their platform and sold on their shop. Um, Steam as well. Steam is like is the easier company to get your game in. Um, they've been known to a lot of games start off in Steam before they end up going to the other, um, you know, the other platforms because it's a easier platform to get on and then they can work on getting that same game onto the Nintendo Switch and the PlayStation or whatnot, or whatever games that they're doing. So they often go on the Steam first because that's a test site, pretty much. Um, I would say the hardest is Nintendo because of the use of the joint con joy cons and they have to code uh, and configure all of everything to respond to the joy cons, both in handheld mode separately and on a uh, docked up or whatever. So they got multiple things to do. That's usually the harder one to do. Um, but with that said, it sounds like everything's in and they are ready to go. They are absolutely ready to go. So it's a possibility that this game may come out at the end of this month. If he says it's done, if Tony Khan said it's done, it's a very, it's a big possibility. He, again, he didn't confirm nor deny that. And he said he didn't want to step over the shoes of Tony, um, of Kenny Omega and, and the people behind, uh, fight forever. The fact that he said it was done, it's a very big possibility. So we got about three more weeks to find out to see what's going to happen, to see what the hype is going to be. I hope, I really hope it is 31st because, oh, that is going to be such an awesome thing. I can't wait. I cannot wait. So if Boris, if you're listening, we're going to be doing double duty with that. It's inevitable. But again, we got other uh, wrestling games coming out too. This is going to be a really great next couple of years for fighting games indeed. So uh, stay tuned for all that and much, much more. Folks, that will do it for the news going on this week. I'm going to take a break, come back. And when I do, I'll be talking about Wo Long Fallen Dynasty for the PlayStation 5. We'll do that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! the final stage of this program and i'm here to review wo long fallen dynasty team ninja's latest controller breaking game <laughs> in in, in, a, in a breath of the dark souls style of gameplay um this is going to be one of those 
you know, if you played a Dark Souls game or Elden Ring or stuff like that, you know that this, you know, this game is in that realm where you're going to have to grind to get through a lot of this. But there is a key to get through this grind without truly grinding, but it's going to take some practice to do. And this is pretty much the philosophy of the game. So this is where I have a love hate relationship with this game because they sucker you in. I think this is the second game I got suckered into. Um, in this fashion where I liked something that appealed to me, I got into it, I invested in it, and then I found out how really insanely difficult it is, and I just stopped playing it. Well, this one, I almost went in that same breath, but I decided to keep going and keep going, and I started learning the, the what this game entails. So we're gonna talk about that, and why, why I love this game, and why I, don't I, I, I well let's say i like this game but i'm not in love with this game i'll put it to you like that so developers team ninja who you know has been involved in a lot of awesome games some fun some really challenging you know they were part of the ninja gaiden you know realm is is too but they've also made some they worked and developed some other games you believe it or not that weren't as challenging uh let's talk marvel ultimate alliance 3 they were part they they were involved in that too and that game's a lot of fun to play um so they you they have a long list of games that are both very fun to play and challenging this one in particular is more challenging than fun to play but it doesn't mean that you can't enjoy it along the way you just have to really you're gonna have to train hard and grind as if you're learning a new a, a whole new martial art and we'll talk about why that um this is published by koei tecmo and this is a hack, a action hack and slash adventure game with some RPG elements as well. Uh, you know, this is for systems. This is out for PS5, Xbox Series X and S and Steam, but not available for Steam Deck as of yet. Um, and I don't, I, you know, I never bother to look at how big the game is. I mean, this is a, this is not an open world game. This is a stage by stage game, but it, the, the graphic power in this thing is so elaborate and so beautiful and here that i'm sure it's it's definitely and possibly the 80 gig level i would be surprised if it's any uh lower than that but um nonetheless let's talk about it let's talk about the originality of this game i mean like i said this is nothing really truly original in terms of control scheme in terms of gameplay in terms of um innovation if you will this is a dark Souls style game or elden ring style game made in a form of you know um eastern history and mythological eastern history it well it's 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 eastern history it's based on the han dynasty and the romance of the three kingdoms and whatnot but they are taking a mystical you know approach to it i mean much almost like every game that's based on a romance in the three kingdoms i mean you look at dynasty warrior for god's sake you know they got powers and mystical powers all around this is no different um they do it in their own fashion in their own way which is still awesome so the the appeal to it is great but it's nothing original in terms of that so um but what you do in the game is pretty cool and there's some things that you you know i i've seen in this game that I haven't seen in other games based on the genre, based on the uh, the period that they're basing it on. So, you know, I found it to be pretty cool in that fashion. And uh, the idea that the creative, I think the creative suite plays a factor 
in this because you're able to do things that you or create people that you've never thought seeing that you've never seen in any other game before so i think that's in addition to that uh graphics like i said it is stunning because this is on the new gen systems only they were able to apply all the works and the visuals and the cosmetics that you see in here the creative suite is just phenomenal in here i can't stress that enough that's what drew me in and the amount of detail within the creative character and the creative suite that you have and then the you know all of the characters in the game based on you know char familiar characters that we've seen in dynasty warrior and, and the romance in the three kingdoms games and um you know that such they are incredible looking i mean fantastic the the amount of detail that goes into not only just the face the hair the costume designs everything i mean it's just it looks incredible in here like that's what lore people and when we first saw wolong a long ago and they were working on this you know, like it immediately caught people's attention because it looks very much intense it looks like a new gen a game made tailored for the new gen system like this is the level that we want to see and we are seeing it right now here so i i absolutely loved it music and um soundtrack is also phenomenal it adds on the the um the eastern history you know uh the sounds you know music that you would hear in that period played very well very orchestrated um enjoyed it very much i actually do listen to that music while i'm playing you kind of have to because everything you hear and see you have to pay very close attention to and the music that in the soundtrack and the orchestra soundtrack that they put in it they make it they it really brings the intensity into the game and the game is very intense and the music helps bring on that intensity like i'm on my feet i'm on edge every single time because i have to be careful everywhere i go in the game and the music helps orchestrate and, and, and narrates that process through so i enjoy it very much and it helps you know makes it, it really actually helps it's more of help than a hinder helps me understand what i'm uh, going up against in that in a particular stage so um gameplay gameplay uh you know in terms of this is being a hack and slash game i love the hack and slash control scheme uh and combat system um this is where things get tricky because the gameplay is fluid it's it's responsive but not so much so that you gain advantage and what they did was they tweaked it damn near pinpoint perfect to the way that you have to learn how to fully utilize this system Timing and defense are the key to defeating enemies in this game. This is not a game that you're going to be have to rush in and you're not going to be Kratos coming into this game, just going full blast juggernaut on everybody. This is a game that takes timing, skill, finesse, patience. While the combat system is fun, the use of the abilities feel useless, you know, because you have these abilities to use mystical, you know, uh, powers or whatnot but i felt myself not using them after a while i found myself like you know they're just there they don't pose a threat they don't take out too much you know deal what they do especially in boss fights is that you end up taunting the the, the enemy that you have and they come towards you and you got to be ready for it because they're attacking two of your you know your teammates or your off you know your t uh the other people that you're you're teaming up with who are busy attacking and then they come after you and you got to come ready because if they swat you if they turn red and hit you 
you can be you can have your whole entire energy depleted and you're starting over your morale will go down to it will deplete back down and you got to start over at the save point that you had and that's the thing it's you know that's the other thing the leveling up is really i feel like the leveling up part the leveling up part of this game can be really um it, it feels unbalanced because at one point you're you're leveling up say you're leveling up to a um you're leveling up to like say a you know 20 level 20 but it really means nothing it means that your your health you, you gain more health more attack power but it doesn't really do anything for you because once you get hit it doesn't matter how big your level of uh you leveled up if your morale is also now up it doesn't determine it, it doesn't determine how much the boss that you're fighting really you know attacks like he can still swat you big and you're still being taken out normally when you play a game that involves leveling up when you get to a certain level that means you're more powerful than that other person meaning if they hit you it doesn't take you down completely not this game because say if you're in a game that you know the requirements is 13 level 13 to get through this boat but you're at level 20 means nothing <laughs> it means nothing you can still you can still attack um you can still get attacked and get taken out very easily very quickly in this game so leveling up almost feels like it's not even worth it to an extent i don't see where the balance comes in and then when you're using you you're you'll have the ability to use you know it has a skill tree system so you can upgrade your abilities you can upgrade your um your powers if you will your mystical abilities but your mystical abilities don't really do anything it, it does nothing to her um and then you also have the mystical uh beast that you acquire when you beat certain uh characters in the game once you beat some of the major characters you you gain the ability to use these beasts to help you you gain advantage in the game one of which i felt very helpful was the dragon who revitalizes everybody's health for a certain amount of time which gives you the ability to keep attacking the enemy enough to get them down before the dragon goes away because once the dragon goes away then you're relying on your own health but you keep regenerating health as the dragon is around you and your um and your partners so we can still like that's when you can fully rush in and just start you know getting at them and whatnot but you got also you gotta you gotta strategize when you do that you can't just up and do it because it takes a while for the for the gauge to come together in full to be able to use it again and nine chances out of ten you won't be able to use it twice so be careful everything's about strategy it's about timing it's about you know patience uh when you play this game you know you can also like again you can also upgrade your weapons and which does help you can upgrade your your uh uniforms your costumes whatever which does help and you know for defensive purposes especially um it helps absorb some of it but not all of it like i said when you when when the enemy goes red it's unblockable you can handle some of the you can handle some of the brunt of the attacks that you receive but a lot of it is just like you have to be on guard once you turn red you gotta you gotta deflect that move if you don't deflect that move and time that move properly it will take you out 
it or take a lot of your energy you're gonna have to revitalize you're gonna use your health which you only get like at least three um health bottles until you come across some other you know um bottles that you can add on to that and you can use but once you use that up you're on your own so you got to be careful when because otherwise you'll die you'll end up having to repeat the same part again and uh it sucks i would also say this if you're playing a game if you're playing this game and you reach a certain point do not turn off the game because if you turn off the game even if you're at a certain save point this game will start you over from the beginning i have found that i don't know if that has changed or not i don't know if there's a bug or glitch but it will start i've i've turned it off i've uh you know because when you hit there there are flag points in a game if you play through the, if you get to you know survive through certain parts of the game and you defeat the enemies and you claim your your section of the flag you're supposed to ideally uh, you know save that very part that doesn't happen when you turn the game off and turn and, and re, you know restart the game over again but you want to go back to that section you can't you go directly to the beginning but then you go to that section that you were already there and notice that the flag is still there so it like it i don't understand that part either that to me was very confusing and very annoying to that matter because that means you got to go back and go through the very beginning and go back to the trail that you already had again so to me that was a letdown in a sense but you know the gameplay itself is pretty fun just very intense and if you really want to enjoy this you're going to have to train hard to do so so which leads to the fun factor of this you know it's very you know the fun factor to me was the the very elaborate and robust creative suite that will suck you that like literally will suck or sucker you in and allow you to create awesome characters of your liking i mean it, it like if you talk i'm talking about like wwe level you know characters and whatnot so i absolutely enjoyed that part and that's what got me because it was my one issue that i had with elden ring is that you couldn't make an appropriate black character or character of color well you could create a character of color but it didn't look convincing i actually enjoyed this because yes you can create a pretty convincing looking black character compared to that of elden ring so i enjoyed this immensely here but it didn't once you know you will have the ability to make cosmetic changes once you reach a certain point in the game but the but you're gonna have to survive the game to reach that certain point good luck with that <laughs> however once that game once you're once you're all set and once your game your character's created you will be forced to play the game tim uh team ninja wants you to play it meaning there are no difficulty levels that you could choose from that will let you enjoy the game leisurely this game is for the hardcore in those who like the hardcore like a la dark souls elden ring neo etc those type of games i you know i still i've played i've never played dark souls because i've always heard how challenging it is i'm not really favoring that i didn't know about dark souls until i played neo and found out that there's a certain genre of games like this that people are into which i gotta believe is not is a hardcore niche amount of people and then Elden Rings, even though that was it was what it was, and you know it got a lot of awards, I doubt this is something that people, everybody's going to want to play. You know, this was voted in by the hardcore people. 
Whereas most people actually voted for God of War Ragnarok, which is a pretty fun game to play that is both enjoyable and challenging at your leisure or if you want to. I hate games like this that force you, but with that said, Wolong is challenging but not impossible because there's a hidden factor in this, and that is defense is your offense here. Wolong Fallen Dynasty really combats. It, it, the combat philosophy mimics the same logic used in martial arts and Eastern philosophy, pretty much. Never rush in, patience is a virtue, and first and foremost, defense first and foremost, and of course, be water, <laughs> is some of the things that are taught in virtually all martial arts practices. You know, that is except for Cobra Kai, of course, because, you know, it, it's, you know, it's always about offense with that one. Um, <laughs> I, I realized that like getting beat multiple times that applying the you know the defense button or the deflect button if you will at the right time when an enemy is coming at you when they turn red and i keep turning you know when the enemy turns red this is your chance to you know attack but the problem is the game is so fast paced it's not easy like this is not arkham knights this is not arkham knights or, or you know spider-man where you have an opportunity to deflect these moves and come off and do some crazy stuff no the game is so fast paced. You really have to keep an eye. You have to really see what the person, what the enemy is going to do to attack you. So my strategy was to back up and let them, let's see what they do. And once I see what they do, what attacks they are going to try to provide when they turn red. And if they turn red, like I said, it's unblockable. It will take you out of you if you let it. So you got to deflect it or you got to dodge it. Um, but I was, I recommend dodging first just to see what the character what that uh boss is going to do before going to detect it because if you see it you can know when to deflect it and once you deflect it you uh you have the ability to use a very powerful attack that depletes a lot of their hp and if you keep doing it like two or three times you'll eventually take it out um the best thing to do is just like literally just stand in defense all defense is the best way defense is is the best offense in this case um you also have help with familiar allies in the han dynasty you know people that you've seen in other games like the romance of the three kingdoms game series and of course dynasty warriors those same characters which is based on actual um you know chinese history are in the game and you can use them to help you you'll have ways to command them to use attacks against them that will help you help you uh deplete the enemy wrong now when you reach a certain flag point you can acquire the help of not only the partner that you're working with in that stage but you can acquire the help of another one uh that you have in the stage as well so that helps out great uh greatly using them is a great strategy to help weaken a boss in uh in the game and allowing you to make a final blow when the time comes so there is some fun there is a you know bit of a good fun factor but it's not the most enjoyable experience that you'll have um when it comes down to replay value even though i figured out the game's battle system and mechanics in in, in ways it doesn't change the fact that this game is very challenging and in fact it means the game won't be fun for everybody it, you know it, it, this is a game not many people will enjoy there's only going to be a a a certain amount of people that's going to really want to enjoy this challenge or whatnot even I don't feel, you know, I don't feel like this game will be immediately a game that I will come back to once I beat it, once I've beaten it. 
because I it, it was a lot. It takes a lot out of you. It like even more than Metroids to that extent. Like it, it's extra extra. Even though I have it, you know, I feel like I gotta go through so much just to get through the story that it's not really about the story. It's about the challenge, but they just have a story thrown in there. So it just really makes me feel like that. Why have a story anyway, if that's the way you're gonna do it? Um, if you want people to learn the story, make it easy enough for them just to enjoy the story like other games have. It's like, if you just wanna enjoy the story, that's fine. But if you want something a little bit harder, make that. Why couldn't Tim ne Team Ninja do that? Why was that such a big deal to add on easier difficulty levels? Um, it's just crazy. But the most rewarding part of this game is the ability to rewatch the cutscenes you've unlocked in the game. Like once you reach a certain stage and a cutscene comes on, if you don't, if you beat the game, you don't want to play this game again. Doesn't matter. You can play the cutscenes, which will include your creative character in every one of them, wearing what whichever um, you know costume or garb or uniform that they uh, that you put on them, and it will allow you to rewatch all of that with your character on there which i thought was awesome um so that's that's rewarding enough but you got to get through this game to go through it on the team ninja website for woe long there is a question in the faqs um that ask whether they will make the game easier to play through even if your morale is at zero and they responded and said that they would they would consider it down the line as a possibility that kind of means that sh that may mean if they find that people aren't beating the, beating the game or they stop playing the game because it's too hard that they may tweak it down so people can enjoy it a little bit more um this reminds me of another game that's kind of similar to that sifu like uh which last year you know that game came out and it was as awesome as that game was as great as the combat system was and as original as the concept of that game was it was still so hard that you couldn't really get through a lot of the game. You had to be just like this game. You had to be pinpoint. You had to be defensive, um, you know, and that's all good and all. But like, do you have a story? You want people to invest in the story just as much as you want to invest in the gameplay. You got to break bread. You got to, you know, extend the olive branch, if you will, and give people a chance to really enjoy it the way that they want to enjoy it. You cannot force people to like, I don't like onions you don't you're not gonna make me want to eat onions on my hamburger i want to eat the hamburger the way that i want to eat it so put that put that issue on the side and let me eat it and enjoy it my way this is a game sifu and this and dark souls and Elden are they're giving you hamburgers that you have to eat everything on it even if you don't like pickles even if you don't like lettuce tomatoes or whatever like that they're making you eat this their way i want to be like burger king and eat it my way i want you to make it the way that i want it i just want cheese salt pepper ketchup in there that's it i'm good that's how i want to enjoy it that's how game developers should go about it i think is as good as this game is i just feel like they should absolutely think about making it a, a an experience that everybody can enjoy because guess what you do that more people want to buy the game more people will talk about the game. More people will want to enjoy the game. If you don't, you're only going to get a certain amount of people. Even if you get, even if people end up, you know, getting it first time, it's not going to be highly recommended. 
and you're not going to make that much money off it. So to me, that's a waste to do. Give it, give people a reason to want to enjoy this game the way that they want to. I just feel like you you waste all this time you to develop this game and you only make it for a certain type of person. Like how much money do you have and time do you have to waste making a game that only a few, a certain denomination of people are going to want to play? Tell me that. Like a lot of these games are, you know, these are developers are making these games to profit and to stay afloat and to get some, you know, recognition from it. How about making it a game that everybody can enjoy? I'm just saying feed everybody, not just certain people. You know, um, this, you know, like I said, Sifu, I, I will say that Sifu is also like this game, but the developers eventually change the game. They patched the game. They updated the game with options that allows you to enjoy the game the way you want to play it. And guess what happened? I went back to this game. I enjoyed the hell out of this game and I beat the game multiple times because I enjoyed everything from it because they allowed me to enjoy it. They gave me these features and options and I believe their replay value sparked. It spiked up because of this. Now people can enjoy it the way they want to. They can challenge it or they can just enjoy the game and play through the story and all this stuff. Sifu to me should have been the game of the year. And I don't, again, this is, this is one of the things that pissed me off. It, it really should have been game of the year to an extent because yeah, it was a brawler, but it was also, there were some fighting elements to it as well. But multiverses, what the hell that that's, I, I'm not getting back in that discussion again, but I'm just saying actor performances, um, actor performances were great. Um, they, you know, wasn't anything spectacular. They were great. The, the, um, the ADR was great. It worked well with it um the voices fit the format to fit the characters your character doesn't talk but you know everybody else around you talks and i thought it was enjoyable i thought it was very entertaining so kudos to them story was pretty good too i mean nothing really major in it but um you know you you're going up against this Taoist. <laughs> i didn't know Taoist can be evil uh first of all i i actually you know used to study and read Taoism for a bit and you know still kind of go by the ways of nothingness if you will um but I was just really surprised that their enemy is a Taoist. And this dude is just a old, powerful being that just ransacks you everywhere, man. <laughs> he's a, he's gonna, he's, trust me, this dude is gonna be a force to be reckoned with by the time you reach him. And it, he's, and he's infecting the ways of the, uh, the Han dynasty and such. So uh, the story is great. The story isn't like the, like the biggest thing ever. It's not that like, it's, it's nothing that's going to like really get you immersed because it's like you play through the game and then they have these cutscenes and such like that. And then you just keep going on from there it is, I mean, but you go back and watch the cutscenes again. That's it, it is what it is. It's, it's action. It's an action movie. It's a really cool action movie at best, but nothing is going to grab your attention. Like God of War Ragnarok storyline is so, but nonetheless, it's a really awesome, awesome, fun experience. So we got all that. All that said, let's go for it. Let's grade this baby. Cause let's talk about it. Originality. I gave, uh, an 85 to an extent, uh, graphics, 100 sound music, 100 gameplay, uh, gameplay. I give it a 90 
gameplay, I'd definitely give it a 90 uh, for that. Um, fun factor, 75%. Replay value, 75%. Actor performance, 85% and story 80, which led to a, a final score of 86.3, giving it a grade of B plus. And I think that's respectable. I think that this game, it, it can be, there is something to enjoy about this game, but you're, again, this game was gonna require some immediate grinding. Um, the creative feature was awesome. The gameplay is fun. It is good up until you get to the boss fights and then it gets really insanely crazy and then you're going to be you're going to be losing a lot in this game but you only lose truly if you don't know how you lost see philosophy people um so you're going to have to grind majorly but you will be rewarded with some really cool cutscenes, and then those cutscenes will be able to be um watched anytime once you beat the game or you beat that particular stage or whatever like that so you have that you know not everything is perfect about the game but if you're into this type of game i think you'll find something very challenging and enjoyable about it if you're not into this type of game i will say hold off of this game at least until they do some updates and if they update this game like you know the other developers did um sifu and make it a little bit more enjoyable then i say come and get it because this game is a very enjoyable game and it could be even more enjoyable if they if they nerf down and tweak the system to make it enjoyable and easy and fun you know and just give people an option to challenge themselves or just enjoy the story that's it um but a b plus is more appropriate for that so there you have it that is that's pretty much what i gotta say for uh folks for that and uh folks that will do it for this edition of select start now while this game is very challenging and it is based on the romance of the three kingdoms i got another game um that i will review next week as you know we are you know counting down the days to wwe 2k 17 because it's going to take me a bit to you know play that game but i got another game that um is based on the same the same you know premise of this but it's a totally different experience it is river city saga K, uh, three kingdoms which is based on the han dynasty and the romance of the three kingdoms but it's all the the konio khan characters um playing as the you know han dynasty characters this is kind of like um or like a dragon ishin i should say um where the characters are reprising their roles as other people in in, in uh in a certain part of history this is the exact same thing so I am going to give my review of that for those who may want to have that same experience, but have a little bit more fun with it. This might be the game that you want to go to as opposed to Wu Long. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be there. And then, of course, like I said, we're going to me and Boris are going to have a special select start episode that is going to be both audio and video where we're going to talk about the little bit of ins and outs thoroughly of WWE 2K. 23 so stay tuned for that this week i am going to have a prime show i believe i'm going to have a prime show there's i don't believe there's anything worthy to review but there's a lot of news to talk about so we'll talk about that and much much more for now if you like this episode and every episode of talk time live you can go to our official website talktimelive.com you can check out all of our audio episodes like this one and our video interview exclusives all there for you to check out and um enjoy as well we also have panel 
uh, a lot of panel uh, videos that I've done with the people at Repop that you could check out with some of your favorite anime actors. I also have a blog page that has some things that you may want to purchase that you may want to check out. And uh, oh yeah, got another um, little trinket that's coming in possibly today or soon. Um, sometime before this week is over, whatever that's um, should be arriving. So I might add that onto the blog too. So stay tuned for that. And um, a lot of things coming out. Fan Expo is promoting majorly, but we'll talk about that on Sunday and um, much, much more. So guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And if you like to subscribe and download to your favorite podcast, we are pretty much wherever podcasts are played. That is including Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Audible, Pocket Cast, Pandora, Tumblr. If you're on there too, you can check out that episode on there. You can click the link on the uh, on their website on the desktop. And if you're on the app, you can also uh, click on the player on there and you'll be able to listen to the show on Tumblr as well. So thank you again, everybody. I really appreciate it. And that will do it for me. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Avery Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. Take care and have a great week. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.